people, it's the third wheel, Rick Serrano the third, and welcome to a new edition of Wrestling POV Aftermath SummerSlam. And you know what? I didn't come alone. I came with here with a couple of J-Brones who didn't know that the biggest pop of wrestling of all time was CM Punk. Not only did they know that Christian had a better comeback than Edge, than somebody who couldn't even get one point on the five-second shuffle game. Ridiculous, Elio. I'm here with Elio Canella. Welcome, Elio. It's great to be here. I don't know about that. And the 50 year man, Clay Cummings. What's up, fellas? And, of course, the biggest edgehead I know, Josh Sanders. Welcome. I'm back. He's back, and he's okay. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Let's get this show started. SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer. We, here we go with this. We opened up with the pre-show match. I didn't even give this a rating because, honestly, I really didn't even pay attention to it. We had Big E defeating Baron Corbin. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I heard you guys on the show earlier today. Um, Tony Diaz says he likes bum-ass Baron Corbin. <laughs> Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, I don't know. Tony had a rough one today, honestly, <laughs> from some of the picks he's had. So, um, my, I've never been a fan of Baron Corbin. So for me, it's just there. I don't really care about the storyline. Yeah, the storyline is ridiculous to me. I, I am a huge fan of Baron Corbin. I'll tell you that. The lone wolf character, King Corbin, I was behind. That wouldn't but work. This, this one. This bum-ass Corbin does not work. And I keep saying bum-ass Corbin because Pat McAfee calls him bum-ass Corbin. Legit. He's right. <laughs> he's right. But Anything Pat McAfee says, he's right. Uh, and, and, all right. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it on the show. I even said, though. What's the difference? Why is it? Why is he any different now than when he was a lone wolf? That's true. That's he didn't. True. He didn't dress this way back then. That's true. Well, I'll tell you one thing: Biggie winning and uh, holding on to the briefcase—that's the best thing they could have done. And that's my thoughts on this match. Elliot, what was your thought on this match? Uh, yeah, like you, this match—I wasn't really paying attention to it much, but I didn't really. I saw the. Final part, the final uh, minutes where Big E just like uh, ran over Corbin against the barricades, and then that was it. So for me, it was just there. All right. Uh, Clay? For me, it was the same thing. I was uh, watching part of it and not watching part of it. It was kind of like one of the matches that was just, uh, it was there. You know what I mean? So Big E getting the briefcase back. Hopefully they're done with that whole stupid thing. And I'm just tired of this corporate character. I don't know where they're going from here with that, but I guess we shall see. So. All right. And Josh, what's your thoughts on this pre-show match? I thought they were kind of putting the idea that there could be a cash in and I didn't think there would be a cash in. So I just, I just figured they were just trying to pull one over on us. Yeah, you know what? That is a good point. They they did make me think at one point, you know what? He got the briefcase back. Something's going to happen tonight. But it didn't, and we're going to have to wait for that. But let's get into the main card of SummerSlam, the hottest party of the summer. We had RK Bro defeating AJ Styles and Omos to become the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Elio Canella, what was your thoughts and your ratings on this matchup? This match, I gave this a 
2.5. I enjoyed I enjoyed this match. This was a great opening match, and uh, it was good to see RK Bro uh, winning the championships. So I, I think this team works. I, actually, I was actually when I thought they were actually going to split them up a couple of weeks back. I was like, why why would they split them up? This team works. Yep. All right. All right, Clay. What are your thoughts on this match? I thought this was a great match overall. I gave it a three. Uh, definitely the crowd being behind RK Bro. Uh, you can obviously tell they got great chemistry working with AJ and Omos, you know, it, doing pretty well. And even Omos kept up with them and acted like the big guy as he should. So I really enjoyed this match. So I gave it a three overall. Not much to complain about. And we got new Rock Tag Team Champions. All right, Josh, what are your thoughts on this tag team title match? I was happy to see it. Um, I actually wrote a couple things down that had me uh, laughing that I think should go in the book. Um, Did y'all notice at the end there was a lot of uh, Randy Orton slapping Riddle's ass? Yes. (laughs) I I noticed that. It's like, well, what's going on there? R.K. Broody. Yeah, I don't know. He couldn't keep his hands off of it. I was like, well, that's a lot of ass slapping all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, you know what that means. Arcade Booty, you just read the book. <laughs> and uh, the Mario Lopez interview afterwards, uh-huh. did y'all see, uh, it sounded like he asked Riddle if he's going to go smoke one after to celebrate, and Riddle was like, ah, I can't do that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was hilarious. I, I love Mario Lopez, by the way. Dave Bell all day, AC Slater. Um, what was your, your average for this match? I gave it a 2.75. All right, all right, all right. You know what? Almost I completely disagree with all of you guys. I thought this match was garbage. I was not hyped for this match. I disagree with you guys on RK Bro. I think it's one of the worst makeshift tag teams of all the time. I don't get Randy. Come on, bro. You are fucking grown ass man, and you are fucking just sitting there. Oh, Randy, come on, bro. And then with the, the, the key, like Josh just showed me with the key and the lock and all this. Come on, man. That is just childish. It does not belong in wrestling. Ugh. I gave you this match a two, by the way. Uh, AJ and Omos, I, I'm predicting they're going to split them up at the draft, and that's why they're doing that. That's why they took the straps off them. I do not like Randy and 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 uh, what's his name <laughs> Riddle, Riddle together at all. No, it it doesn't work for me, bro. What were you gonna say, Clay? <laughs> no, dude, I love RK, bro. He just I I think they got great chemistry. I love how Riddle's funniness is there. I've I've just always loved them. So uh, I don't know, man. I I I was hoping that Riddle would turn on Randy. And mm. give us that swerve, um, but we didn't get that tonight. All right, our next match, um, we had Alexa Bliss defeating Eva Marie. And yes. one of the greatest SummerSlam matches of all time. I think this one beats Wembley Stadium for the Intercontinental title for Bret Hart and British Bulldog. Of course, I am fucking kidding because this was uh, garbage. I would hope so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Clay. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. <laughs> Clay, let us know what, what you thought about this match here. Honestly, it was the worst match of the night to me. I 
I mean, as far as I can't stand Eva Marie, at least sometimes that she was wrestling in the match itself, I think it was too much with the whole Lily doll. I think that was too much going on there. And Alexa definitely kind of was off her game, I thought, a little bit tonight. I maybe I'm wrong, but I don't I don't know. To me, it just felt like she was off. The whole match itself was off. I gave it a 1.5. Dewdrop coming and saying, and the loser is Eva Marie. So that would be interesting for a storyline up and coming. Maybe she breaks up from Eva. But this whole thing was dumb. I yeah. wasn't a big fan of it at all. All right. You were being nice at the 1.5. Josh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this match? Oh, if he's being nice, then you're going to think I'm real nice. <laughs> um, I was at a 1.5 until the end, but that's what got me was the whole Dewdrop thing because I've been saying for a while, like, Dewdrop needs to lay her out, which that didn't happen, but it's going to happen. Yeah. All right, so what'd you give it? I gave it a two just because I like I liked the, I don't know, I like Alexa Bliss a little bit. All right, all right. Listen, man, this is what we're about on this show, POV, your point of view. Unfortunately, your point of view sucks. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I say this. This match was god-awful. And you know what? I know I'm always behind Eva Marie. Listen, guys, Eva Marie is not good. I know that. I know she's not good. Believe me. Alexa Bliss was just as bad in this match as Clay was saying. Alexa Bliss was way off her game. I did not like what I saw in this match from her. I think her not having her having the crowd is going to affect this creepiness of this character that she can do. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, she's shorter than most of her opponents. So she doesn't have this overbearing uh, physicality that she can give to you. So without the camera angles and without the, the, the mystery, mysterious stuff happening, what is she, what is this character going to bring? So I'm, I'm thinking this character is dead in the water and I think it's coming to an end. Uh, shorter rather than later. Um, you got your wish match- with the crowd, though. <laughs> yeah. No more. Uh, we want Wyatt chance. I noticed that tonight. That's definitely for sure. I, I heard it. I gave this match a point five. Uh, Elio, what was your thoughts on this match? No, I gave it a point five. I didn't like. I didn't like anything about this match except for the end with the two drop. The when uh, she walked out on uh, Eva Marie. Other than that, this match didn't yeah. work. All right, let's move on to our next match. The United States Championship match. Damian Priest defeating Sheamus to become the new United States champion or, like Tiffany Haddish said, the new national champion. Yeah, Josh what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, really? What in the hell? If you're going to have celebrities on there, make sure they know what the hell they're talking about, first of all. I was like, did you really yeah. just say this? Is that the like, one that yeah, Joe won that. that? Is that the one that won the Be a Ring Announcer uh, contest thing? No, she's a comedian, Philly. Yeah. She's an okay, actress. Okay, no, I, I must have missed this one. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, I, was, I saw the other one. Josh, what were your thoughts on Damian Priest defeating Sheamus to become the new champion? Uh, I loved, I loved his gear that he came out with. His gear told me right off the bat that I was going to get this one right. I was like, yes, he's going to win because he had the American colors all over him. Yeah. And yeah, they they put on a hell of a match. Uh, I, I, Sheamus, I mean, if you get in a match with him, you're going to see a, a match that's going to there's going to be some marks on some bodies because that's just what he does. So I, I was 
really impressed with this one. I gave it a 3.25. All right. Pretty good match. Um, for me, I honestly thought, what's going on with the storyline? The storyline here was we have Miss Morrison getting with the moisturizer and wetting people and doing all this moisture, but they were nowhere near. They weren't around. I didn't like that at all. Um, the match itself was kind of slow. Um, I thought it could have picked up the pace or anything. And the mask was not a factor. Where was the mask? Like, the mask wasn't being u- utilized as it should have been. Well, he was using it one spot when he gave Priest the head, that headbutt. Yeah, he gave him the headbutt. But I thought maybe ripping it off and then hitting him with it or something or Priest yeah. hitting him with it, it just didn't work out the way I thought it should have. I gave this match a 1.5. I wasn't too impressed. And being honest, these first three matches, I've gotten all wrong in the pay points game. I was doing terrible to start off this night. Elio, what yeah, do you thought yeah. of the Sheamus match? Yeah, this match uh, was kind of moved a little slow for me. Um, like you said, like they could have used the mask. But I guess uh, there, there was – this was no DQ, right? No, it was a it was a regular match. Yeah, so maybe that might be why. But um, yeah, for me, I gave this to it too. All right, Clay. I kind of enjoyed this match. I honestly thought the hard hitting physicalness of this whole entire match. Uh, like Josh said, you make a match with Sheamus, he's gonna beat your ass or at least attempt it. You know, and really, he put the physicality to Damian Priest, and he took some shots there where. I was like, damn, that, that's got to hurt, you know? That's And to me, it was a pretty good match overall. Love that Priest is now the U.S. champ. Uh, I gave it a three overall, so. Wow. Okay. And I, yeah, you know I, what? Yeah, I will agree it was slow, um, but they're two big guys going at it, and, you know, sometimes it just happens, so. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I hear what you're saying on that one. All right, let's go into our fourth match of the night. Now, at this point of the night, the first four matches ended within an hour, so I thought we were on pace for a quick and and easy-going SummerSlam, but that's not what happened after the first hour. But we ended up the first hour with the Usos defeating the Mysterios to retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I got to tell you one thing, guys. This was a very lackluster championship match. I wasn't behind it at all. Um, I thought we were going to have a turn here. I heard you guys say earlier in the day that maybe Dominic was going to turn. I thought it was going to happen. It didn't happen here. Um, Dominic had nothing to do with the finish of the match. Ray picked, uh, got pinned and everything. I don't know, man. I, I just thought this match was lackluster. They gave it a 1.5. Elio, what are your thoughts on this match? Uh, this match, um, yeah, I'm, I'm – I'm done with uh, seeing like these four guys in the ring. You were so to the Mysterios. I, for me, it was just okay. I just went with the two on this one. Okay, Clay. I thought it was a solid matchup overall between these guys. Uh, again, we've seen this multiple times before. Uh, and really, tonight, there was a bunch of Eddie Guerrero references, I thought, because yeah. anytime they did a frog splash, it was Eddie. Even the Usos were doing frog splashes and the three amigos. It was like, oh, and Eddie Guerrero. It's like, well, we've already mentioned that once. Do we have to mention it five, six times again? Which, you know, that, I mean, Eddie's my boy and all, but I was going to say, Eddie's your favorite. He is. He is. But it's just like, you got to mention it through the whole match. It's like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's kind of took it away for me. Uh, I gave it a 2.5. 
Um, glad the Usos retained because I don't really want to see the Mysterios holding the tag belts <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I get you. Uh, Josh, your thoughts on this match? Yeah, I, I agree with a lot what you said, Rick. Uh, I think the Usos carried this match and the Mysterios made this match lackluster. And yeah, I'm just kind of over this storyline, ready for them to move on somewhere else. Yep. The match right. overall, I mean, it was almost a two for me, but this I'm, Mysterios ruined it for me. Got you. All right, and now we're going on to Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Well, versus <laughs> Carmella. Well, versus the returning of the man, Becky Lynch. Becky yes. Lynch returns, and she defeats Bianca Belair with a manhandle slam. In less than a minute. In 26 Elio, seconds. I, this, in 26 it, seconds. This is up to you, Elio. What are your thoughts on this match? What you rated? It's good to see Becky Lynch back, but to put her, to just throw her right into the title picture like this, I went with a 0.5 because this was just a squash match. Just now, I guess they killed the Sasha Banks, uh, Bianca Belair uh, story. That's what it looks like, yeah. Sounds like it. Yep. All right. For me, it was a, you know, confusing as heck about going on. We don't know what the heck's happened with Sasha yet. Uh, With the whole Carmella thing coming out too. When she first came out, it was like, oh God, are we really going to see another Carmella versus Bianca? And then Becky's music hits and I pop. I'm like so excited that Becky's back. uh, Mm -hmm. And that she beat Carmella's ass. Got, into the title picture, which I kind of understand because when she left, she was Raw Women's Champion. So I could see where they'd be like, okay, she's still somewhat in the title picture. But the fact that you beat Bianca like that in what Elio said, 26 seconds, that's, you just killed Bianca, I think, honestly. After all she's done throughout this, from WrestleMania to now, it's like you completely killed her. From the Royal Rumble to now. Right. She won the Rumble. Let's not forget that. She won That's the Rumble. Right. She won at WrestleMania. She had a hell of a run, and they just squashed it. it. They That's erased right. it. They squashed it. They yeah. decimated it. Josh, what was your thoughts on this match? Well, I actually had a uh, friend that's at SummerSlam. Okay. And he was writing me, telling me that everybody in the crowd was saying that the match was canceled. And then Shinsuke and Rick Boo comes out, and he says that he's telling me that, oh, well, this is going to be the match that replaces it. And I'm like, well, who's he going to face? And he says, never mind, he just left. And I was like, That's so what now what? <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah, then we get, okay, now the match is going on. They're promoting it. And then, okay, now Sasha's not wrestling. And then Carmella. And then, yeah, we've seen what happened with that. And, no, I was wanting to kick out so bad for uh, Bianca Belair, and I'm not even a Bianca Belair fan, but that was just wrong. Yes. Completely yeah. buried her. Yep. Yeah. Um, what was your overall? I had to give it a three just because of the Becky pop, and I don't think a lot of people knew that was coming, but, and that's a lot of the rating. The match itself would have been like a point five. <laughs> gotcha. No, I got you. I understand you. Um, for me, this was a point five. You just destroyed all of the hype that Bianca Belair had. And I'm not the biggest fan of Bianca Belair, like you said, Josh, but you just decimated her. Um, Becky could have debuted on SmackDown 
for all I know, yeah. like, for all I care. Like, she didn't need to yeah. pop up here. I get it. They want WWE is trying to override the CM Punk return. Mm-hmm. And as we saw later on in the night, we'll get to it. I don't think it caught up to it. I don't think they got up to it. I think they just fought. Something's wrong with Sasha. We don't know what it well, is. Well, they, the, they had a chance, I feel like. Instead of Carmella coming out at all, it should have been Becky. Becky from the yes. jump. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. true. I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. But and have a match, man. Have a, have a match. I thought for sure she was kicking out. Well, those two would yeah. have killed it. Those two would have killed it yeah. having a good match. Really? Like, and yep. just to be her like that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Bianca didn't um, look happy yeah, about guess, it either, really. No, I don't think so either. I think it's I think it's gonna be some problems down the line. I think I think honestly with the draft coming up, Bianca goes to Raw so they can start something with Charlotte. Because that's what they're gonna need. Um and we'll get into that in a little while. Um next up we had Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Clay, what are your thoughts on this match? To me, I've never been into this story with him and with Drew and Jinder. Uh, again, with this whole match, I wasn't really into. Drew threw Jinder around like a rag doll, but other than that, I just wasn't into it. I gave it a one. Drew winning, not shocking at all. Um, yeah. I feel like they they're not going to push Jinder at all anytime soon, if ever again. So you kind of knew what this outcome was going to be. So I gave it a one. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts on this match? My thoughts was this is how the match should have went, is there should have been interference from Shanky and the other guy. (laughs) I can't ever remember his name. Yeah. Uh, But they were banned from ringside, so Jinder could have took Drew to the ramp or somewhere, and they could have interfered there. But, yeah, just Jinder Mahal, he got, yeah, thrown around and just beat up. It was just a squash match. That's what it felt like. I gave it a 1.75. Got you, got you. You know what? For me, this was a terrible match. Uh, too long of a match, honestly. I felt like at this point, the matches started getting longer when they were so predictable. Um, Drew McIntyre was going to win this match. There's no question that Jinder Mahal was going to win. Like, he was not going to win this. He had no chance. I gave his match a one. I was bored with it. I'm bored with Drew McIntyre. I think he needs yep. to change the scenery. I think he needs some time off because the three, two, one is not even working for me anymore. I'm just not behind Drew McIntyre. Uh, Elio, what are your thoughts? No, oh, yeah, this match uh, went on too long. I get, for me, I I'm just having son to this whole storyline from the beginning. Um, like you said, Drew needs to just go away. And, uh, enough with all the storytelling on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. But um I yeah, I gave it a 1.5. All right. All right, next up we have the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair defeated Rhea Ripley and Nikki ASH to become a 12-time champion. Josh Sanders, you thought I was smoking crack when I picked Charlotte <laughs> to win this match. Go ahead, defend yourself. All right. Well, they are putting too many reins for Charlotte in a row. I mean, this is ridiculous. She's they're easily going to catch Ric Flair with her, and it's it's just obvious. But um, I don't know. I thought uh, I think like what ninety eight percent of people playing this game picked Nikki. <laughs> so I mean, it, it was pretty. Everybody I felt like going into this thought maybe you know Charlotte and Rhea Ripley would 
destroy each other, and then Nikki would somehow come in at the end and steal it. But Charlotte Flair, she is the best. I told my wife that when we were watching her, she saw her do that move off the top on onto them with that spiral. I said, that's why she's above every other female yep. wrestling right now. She is that good. Yes. But, yeah, really, uh, really like this match. I gave it a 3.65. Nice. Um, I'll tell you one thing. I was very happy when Charlotte won this match because I picked Charlotte to win it. Because you know what? And I'm going to say this with a straight face. I'm not joking at all. Nikki A.S.H. does not belong in the big leagues. I am sorry. This character, yeah. I said it a couple of weeks ago, is ass. A.S.S. That's what she is. She cannot She's wrestle with cereal, Charlotte. man. Yes. She cannot wrestle with the likes of Charlotte Flair or Rhea Ripley. She shows that she doesn't belong. She cannot stay up with them. Um, I gave this match a 2.5. This is my highest match at that, at that point of the pay-per-view. If it wasn't for Nikki A.S.H., it would have been a lot higher. This, she was she very took a gnarly Charlotte knee. Yes, yes she, she did. did. Yeah. It, it was just, just not okay. I just don't like her seeing her on my TV. I don't like seeing her in this character. It doesn't work. I think Vince McMahon gave up on it and was just like, just give it a Charlotte again. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> and I don't mind it. Charlotte is the best women's wrestler in the world. There's nobody above her. She's pound yeah. pound the best. She deserves every title reign that she has gotten. And hopefully, this one's a lengthy one. And hopefully, she gets a story with Bianca Belair in the future. That's something I would love to see. Elio, what are your thoughts? So I, I picked Nikki, but... Um... I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, mad that Charlotte won because I Charlotte to me is a better champion than I. F- I feel Charlotte's a better champion than Rhea Ripley was. Oh, oh I yeah. Agree with you. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so when I went with two point five on this one, so we, so we could see the the belt being taken off of Nikki. Yeah. yeah. All right, Clay. I thought this was a good match overall, and like you said, Rick. I know I picked Nikki for this. I thought the whole superhero thing would, you know, go over that sort of thing, but she cannot hang. And especially throughout the whole couple weeks that that Raw was even on there, she even couldn't hang that there. It's like the crowd was booing at one point. Yes. With her. The yes. crowd is not behind her. No, yeah. not at all. Even it's like kids. I, exactly. That's where they were going with this. I feel like that it was supposed to be a kids thing. It, it just doesn't work. It doesn't. And it showed tonight, especially Charlotte getting the title. I'm not upset about that. Like Josh said, she is one of the best or is the best right now going. But the match itself, I gave a three. Uh, that flip that Charlotte did off the top rope was amazing. Uh, I don't know very many women that could pull that off other than Charlotte. So I gave the whole match a three and glad that Nikki's out of the main event for now, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's back chasing the 24-7 title. <laughs> All right. We got next up, we have Edge defeating Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> um, I'm going to start it off, let Josh go last, because I know he wants to be so excited about this. I'm going to let him go last on this one. <laughs> Edge defeating Seth. I'll tell you what, I was texting Josh during this match, and I said it, this match is slow. Um, it started off very slow. Edge looked slow. 
And this is why I was so upset with you guys this morning when I heard you guys all say, oh, Edge has a better comeback than Christian this year. And Christian, for me, has been undefeated in wrestling. All of his matches have been high-paced. There have been no slow matches. He's a champion now. And we're not recognizing that as something big, but it's true. He beat Kenny O'Freaking Mega. You know, Edge has not been beating anybody. He won the Royal Rumble, and after that, he just had slow matches with Randy Orton. He's had slow matches with Seth Rollins. He had slow matches with Roman Reigns, with Daniel Bryan. It just wasn't there. Jay Uso, it wasn't there. And it just for me, I just saw Christian as the more athletic one. But let's get back to this match here. It was very, very slow for me to start. I didn't like the opening at all. Um, but then all of a sudden, I switch flipped. And all of a sudden, Seth and Edge started getting some kind of chemistry going. And then all of a sudden, this match turned up. And I was really excited for this match. Um, Edge winning with a submission. There was something in my head that said, yo, Edge could win this by submission. Earlier when I was putting my picks in, I was like, yo, Edge might win by submission here. I don't know why, but it just was in my head. And he ends up winning by submission. I put pinfall at the end of it all. But he wins by submission uh, with the crossface. I gave this a three. This was pretty much a tie for match of the night for me. Elio, what are your thoughts on this match? So by this point, uh, you, you were, we were saying that the, these matches were starting going longer. Yeah. And I was looking at the time, and I, was, and I still saw we had three matches left. This one, for me, I give this one a 3.5 because it did start off slow, but then somewhere in the match it picked up. Yep. All right, Clay. I did like this match a lot. I thought the entrance at the beginning of Edge were the brood. That was really cool. And even coming back halfway through his entrance, and then he was, you know, regular Edge, which that was a cool mix-up. And I agree with you. The match was slow to start for a little bit, and then Seth and Edge picked up and got it rolling. And this was a tie for me for being match of the night. I was into it. I thought, you know, both ways. I thought these guys could either one win, but I gave it a, I, I gave this match a four overall. Wow. So I was All really. You go, Clay. You go, Clay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Josh, here we go. Let it out, brother. All right. Christian is holding the bronze championship. Let's get that off the bat. And he actually wow. had to have a steel chair to even get that. From Kenny Omega. Otherwise, in a clean match, he ain't even going to touch it. <laughs> All right. And then Edge coming out first, winning the gold Royal Rumble brand, headlining WrestleMania, mm-hmm. facing, you know, the best in WWE right now with Daniel Bryan, who shouldn't have been in the match. <laughs> you know, this, <laughs> this match... All right, you got to understand, Edge is at a point now where he's like boiling water, you know? It's not going to get hot right away. It's yeah. got to heat up real quick, and then it'll get hot, and it'll start bubbling. Because, yeah, that's exactly what it did. And, yeah, me and Rick was talking. I told him at the beginning, you know, I was like, yeah, you're right, this is slow. But as soon as it got going, I was like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. This is what he's got in him. And it turned into be a really great match. Um, a lot of uh, – I don't know. It seemed like a lot of uh, Pat McAfee losing his voice in this match going crazy, I noticed. I was like, oh, man, he's really into this match. Um, <laughs> at one point, 
Edge actually won the match with a pinfall. The referee accidentally counted three, but they didn't, you know, nobody reacted, but I counted three. I was like, oh, it's over. But a uh, little bunch there, but um, let's see. I gave it a four and a half. I really like this match and the brood entrance. Yeah, I was. I mean, the, it's the brood. <laughs> I mean, anything with the brood is just amazing. That's just one of my yeah. favorite factions and theme songs of all time. All right. Yeah, so just thank you, on. Rick. Yeah. Let's move on to one of the greatest matches in SummerSlam history. This one, I'm being dead serious right now, goes head-to-head at Wembley Stadium with Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog for the Intercontinental title. I'm talking about Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. And, of course, I'm fucking kidding because this match was also trash. <laughs> Elio, you taken away as Bobby Lashley won by ref stopping. Let me say this. Goldberg, since his return back, even back in 2016, hasn't had a match that went longer than a minute. This is the first one he's had that went over a minute, and it was yeah. all by it was all Bobby Lashley. Yeah, only that that's a true fact, but it just sounds so so actual factual that I'm like, yeah, what? It sounds true. Yeah, because I, I actually timed the match. See how long okay. it go. But, no, everything about this match, uh, it was all Bobby Lashley. I give this a point five. This all was right. just bad. Clay. And Goldberg, uh, got, I don't know if it was, if anyone else saw it, but it looked like Goldberg got blown up after a minute. Yes. He yeah. definitely did get blown up. Yeah. <laughs> he could not breathe after a while. <laughs> Clay, what are you thoughts on this match? You know what? I thought it was going to be, you know, a one minute you know, squash match, whatever the case may be. I was going into this, not excited at all, but you know, the fact that Goldberg actually lasted longer than a minute, it made the points for me go up a little bit more. Cause I'm like, all right, you're actually going to try in somewhat of this, but at the same time, Bobby carried the whole match throughout the whole thing. If it wasn't for Bobby Lashley, it would have been God awful. And the fact that he still got his son involved in this. Yeah. It, 15-year-old son. Exactly. Who the fuck is this kid? Like, again, 15-year-old, I get that. But what? get, get into submission for, with Bobby Lashley and then getting involved, I just did not like that at all. Yep. Just for me, I gave the whole match a one. And the fact that, you know, they had to have referee stoppage with that, it's like, okay, Goldberg, you just don't want to be pinned. I understand. Yep. Whatever, That's exactly what it is. Yep. It's, an, it's an ego thing, which whatever. I'm just yeah. over Goldberg. <laughs> All right, Josh, what are your thoughts on this match? All right, actually, I went into the same kind of thought process as Clay. Like, I wasn't really that, all that excited for this match. I just was all thinking all night. Just, I hope Goldberg does not win tomorrow. Yeah. And thank God he didn't. Um, yeah, I just I, I thought it was pretty good to see uh, Lashley's ruthless aggression at the end. But yeah, they always they had to go over that line with uh, his son coming in like that. Which I don't know. To me, this story was um, Goldberg finally meeting somebody that was his equal back in his prime, and he had to realize this dude's just as good as he was in his good days. So I kind of mm-hmm. was understanding the story, which got me to the match more. But yeah, I did not like the, uh, his son coming into the match and that happening. That was a bad uh, storytelling there. And that hit uh, from MVP to his knee was not that good. Bro, no. Goldberg. Bro. It wasn't MVP. It was Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg yeah. just didn't sell it. He just forgot. Oh, 
I'm supposed to sell a knee injury here. Oh, okay, he hit me. Let me exactly. drop. Goldberg he, did not want to sell that. It was a good yeah, three. He, he broke me. <laughs> it, yeah, it was a good three seconds before Goldberg like even reacted to that. Like, it, it, yep. hit him, and then he started walking, and then gimping again. It's like really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he needs to actually let the storyline be that Lashley got rid of Goldberg, and let's just have it as that. Yeah, but unfortunately, we see that it's not going to happen as his son got involved, and now Goldberg said he's going to kill Bobby Lashley. This was god awful. Um, the son attacking him—that was like when Dominic Mysterio tried to attack Brock Lesnar. We're repeating storylines here, except one kid was an adult. And the other kid is 15 years old. Hmm. We gotta recognize that this is not this is desperation on WWE's part, in my opinion. That's the way I look at it. That was desperate. So this is this doesn't make me want to watch this. The fans were cheering for Lashley, for God's sake. This was supposed yeah. to be a yeah. decimation, a this destruction of Goldberg. This destroyed him. I picked Goldberg to win because I thought they were gonna screw Bobby Lashley over. But at the end of the day, if you're going to have Bobby Lashley win, you have to have him just eliminate Goldberg altogether. This story is going to continue, unfortunately. I gave it a point five. Clay, we're moving on to the main event where we've seen Roman Reigns defeating John Cena to retain the championship. And we have a surprise at the end, a big pop, not as big as CM Punk, but a big pop in the return of Brock Lesnar. Clay, take it away. You know, for me, this was also the match that I had tied for match of the night. At the beginning of this whole thing, I honestly thought Roman and Cena both were too into the crowd, too much talking, and hyping up everything as, you know, a match was going on. Anytime they do a certain move, they would ponder to the crowd. And it's like, okay, is this what we're going to do the entire match? But just like the Seth Rollins and Edge match, it finally clicked. And everybody was going. And everything was working out great. Um, the whole match going into it, I it could have went both ways. I was very excited for this whole thing. And I'm thankful that Roman did end up winning this match. Very glad. And the whole Brock coming out, you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing this storyline with Heyman and, and Brock and Roman in general, but it should be Brock and Lashley. We want to see this yeah. freaking match. And, and we, we've seen Brock and Roman throughout this whole time. We want some. We want Bobby and Brock. That's the one match that we have not seen. But yeah. I gave the match overall a four. That's all I got to say. All right, Josh, what are your thoughts on this match? Yeah, um, Roman Reigns. He showed that he can take a hell of a beating, and John Cena proved that he still got it. Because yeah, they put on a really good match, and. The attitude adjustments, and I popped for the table. I, I don't know why I popped for the table whenever he did the adjustments to the table. I thought it was over. I was like, oh, man, here he comes. He's going to beat him, actually. And he kicked out. And then he did the one off the top rope, and he kicked out. And I was like, man, he has proven that he really is, you know, the biggest threat in WWE. And then, nope, at the end of the match, Brock Lesnar comes out, and he shows him, hey, you get out the ring. I'm the biggest threat in WWE, and you know it. Yeah, so I'm, yeah I – 
this is my highest rated match. I gave it a 4.75 and I can't wait to see what happens, but I do agree with Clay and it actually didn't even dawn on me until he just said it. I'm like, yeah, we want Bobby Lashley and Brock, not again, Roman and, and Brock. So yeah, maybe yeah. the fans will uh, all feel this way. And every time Brock comes out, they'll cheer, go face Lashley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen guys, the story is there for Brock and Lashley. I get it. But the story is way better when it comes to Roman and Brock right now because of Paul Heyman. You realize how great of a manager Paul Heyman is. I know it's story written and everything, but he was with CM Punk. CM Punk had the title for over 500 days. Brock Lesnar had the title for over 500 days. Roman's on his way to 400 days. It's amazing how this guy can be around these three different guys. They're three different people. Roman, CM Punk, and... And Brock Lesnar are three different people, and he made them all really, really good, better than what they were. Um, this match, however, started off very slow again. Um, but this was my tie for my match of the night as well. I gave it a three overall. I think the pandering to the crowd was getting a little bit too much. The AAs off the top row through the table and everything. Plus, I picked that the table would be broken. So I was like, yes. Um, I thought this was a great match. I gave it a three overall. Um, John Cena's going back to the movies. Brock Lesnar, I would love if they saved this for Survivor Series. I do not want to see this match at Extreme Rules. I want this at Survivor Series. Let this have some kind of meaning to it. Because then at Survivor Series, when Roman beats Brock Lesnar, you bring out The Rock on his 25th anniversary of making his debut at Survivor Series. And then you have that match at WrestleMania this Right there, people. Roman Reigns needs to not lose this title to anyone right now. That's it. That's it. He's going to hold the title forever at this point. Elio Canella, what are you, your thoughts on the main event? This one, this one, I really enjoyed. Start off slow. The uh, the a off the top row, but the, the one through the table. I like those spots. Give this match a three, and uh, the ending when Brock Lesnar came out. That was a surprise. That was a surprise. Um, so it was cool. It was good to see Brock Lesnar. Um, and actually, at that point, that was actually about to turn the TV off before we we heard this theme. I'm like, oh wait, something else is gonna happen. Wow. So, All right. Yeah, what, about, uh, what about Brock's uh, Little Pony? You yeah. like Brock's Little Pony? Should we put Brock's Little Pony in the book? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Brock's little ponytail there, man. First of all, I'm not putting Brock Lesnar in the book because if I, he finds out, he's going to come after me, Josh. You want to put him in the book, you can put him in the book, but he's going to come to Kentucky and he's going to whoop your ass. Um, Brock Lesnar's right, little fine. pony. I don't want to get my ass whooped. <laughs> I am nay. I am a nay on this ponytail. It is terrible. Elio, yay or nay on the ponytail? No, nay. <laughs> uh, Clay? No, nah, man, it, it looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> Josh? Imagine what it's going to look like when that ponytail comes out during a match. You know, oh, I, 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 mean, I didn't recognize him. It's like he's got the Roman noodles on his head. If it, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for the music, I, I didn't recognize him at first when he came out. I'm like, wait. Is that he's going to look as big. I'll be yeah. honest. Pat yeah. McAfee was like, he looks huge, but I was like, I don't know. He doesn't look that big. Um, but yeah, overall, let's go over the overalls of SummerSlam. Uh, Elio, what was your overall number of SummerSlam? I gave it a 1.86. Wow. 
I gave it a 3.2. I actually enjoyed SummerSlam. Wow. Wow. Well, I gave it exactly half of that. I gave it a 1.6. I did not enjoy SummerSlam at all. I thought it was way too long. I thought the matches could have been a lot better. Uh, A lot of title changes that I disagree with. I don't agree with RK Bro winning. I didn't agree with Damian Priest winning. Um, And Becky Lynch winning. Did not agree with that. Charlotte was the only one where I was like, all right, I'll take it. That was the only title change that I agreed with. Um, but you know what? It's about the time for the pay-per-view points game. Let's get into it. Remember, guys, we are doing it differently for this whole year. We are doing the NASCAR rules. So if you win the pay-per-view points game, you're going to get 25 points. And the top 10 is going to get an increment of 25 to 4 points. And last place gets minus 5 points. So you don't want to get last place. Any place in between... Last place and 11th place will get zero points. So you still be involved. You still be there, but you don't want to lose points. So in 11th place, in last place, Kalen Knox is one of our former champions, one of the greatest champions, but he always maxes out and he always ends up losing sometimes. So he ended up with negative 10 points overall. He's going to end up in last place. So he's going to have negative five points to start this race. Remember, it's a marathon. It's not a little jog or whatever. It's a whole marathon. In 10th place, getting four points is James Miller. He's going to have a score of negative five, so he has four points on the scoreboard. In ninth place, Kaylee Cummings with 33 points. She's going to get five points for her race total. In eighth place, Rick Serrano's the third, myself, with 46 points. Uh, I get six total for the race. Um, going on to seventh place is Tony Diaz. He has 65 points total. He's going to end up with seven points. In sixth place, Matt Novak has 72 points. He's going to end up with eight points. Uh, in fifth place, Elio Canella with 74 points on the night. Ends up with nine points on the rankings. In fourth place, Clay Cummings, 98 points. He's going to end up with 10 points in the rankings. All right, now tied for third Uh-oh. and second place. There's two tie. names you ain't said. There's two <laughs> names I ain't said, and I was actually cheering for one of them. It wasn't you, Josh. Um, I was cheering for your <laughs> wife, Melissa, saying this, because we've never had a woman as high as we had in this one. Um, but there was a tie between you and your wife with what? 108 points. Wow. She had second place because, Josh, she lost less points than you, so she gets second place. You get third place, so you will have 15 points in the rankings. Melissa Sanders in second place will get 20 points in the rankings. And, oh of course, gosh. the one name I haven't mentioned, and you know what? It was crazy because I was cheering for Melissa. I even drew up the winning thing for Melissa because I was like, Melissa's going to win this. But what <laughs> happened was, what happened was Melissa said no, that the table wouldn't break. And she also picked the mission for Roman Reigns. Had she picked pinfall and had she picked the table breaking, she would have won this. But she didn't. In first place, our very own Andy Anderson wins it with 120 points. He gets 25 points in the rankings. He maxed out all his points. 
He only missed one match, um, and that was the Nikki Ash match. Um, he gets 25 points in the rankings. So remember, we got from this year to next year's SummerSlam, throughout all the pay-per-views, WWE and AEW, we're going to be doing the pay-per-view points game. So you don't want to miss out. It's, remember, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. He has 25 points right now. Melissa got 20. Josh got 15 to top off our top three. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go into the five-second shuffle. This is Josh Sanders' first time playing. You know why I brought Josh on the show today? It's because last week Josh was like, oh, I did so well at the, uh, the five-second shuffle game. And I was like, Josh, you don't understand. When you're on the spot and you got five <laughs> seconds to come up with an answer, it's a lot harder than you thought. So he's yes. going to be playing with us. Current champion is Clay Cummings. Clay, you can decide to go first or you can pass it on. What are you going to do? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and pass it on. All right. So, Josh Sanders, since you're our guest, you're going to go first. Uh, All right. Uh, Clay, you want to go second or third? Uh, let's go third. All right. So, we're going to go Josh, Elio, and then Clay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to play a song. Wait for the five seconds and then answer. And if not, if you don't get it, we're moving on to the next person. So we got Josh, Elio, and Clay. Are you ready, Josh? I am as ready as I can be. All right, here we go. All right, there you go. Mm. Was that Christian Wall? Nope. Elio? Oh, was that uh, Rey Mysterio? Nope. Clay? Is that Chad Gable? No, it was Bobby Lashley, one of his first songs. Oh. All right. Good to know. Here we go. Elio, you ready? Sir. Got nothing. All right, Clay. Is that Ashley? That is Ashley. Excellent job, Clay, with the steal. Yeah, nice. Clay is up one to nothing to nothing, and is now on Clay. So Clay, this is yours. Okay. Get again. Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin. I'll yeah. take Benjamin. You're lucky. I'll take Benjamin. <laughs> All right. You know, I, was, I was honestly going to say Benjamin, but I didn't know because I didn't want to. I didn't want to risk it. <laughs> you got to risk it for the biscuit sometimes. All right, right. Clay is up two to zero to zero. Josh, it's on you. All right, here you are, Josh. Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Correct. That's pretty good. All right, Elio. This is on you. The Undertaker. 
The Undertaker, Elio. All right, Clay, it's on you. You are up two to one to one. Here is your next song. All right. The Rock. The Rock is correct. You are now up three to one to one. That was one of his early songs. That was when he first became The Rock. All right, Josh, this one is on you. Oh, wow. Um... Cactus Jack. <laughs> yeah, that one. No, not Cactus Jack. Elio. Diesel. Diesel. Good job, nice. Elio, with the steal. All right, it is now three for Clay, two for Elio, one for Josh. It is on Elio. Elio. Carlito, Caribbean, cool. I'll give you that one. It is now three to three to one. Josh, you got to catch up. It is now on to Clay. Clay, here is your song. Hmm. Is that Stone Cold Steve Austin? That is Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is his Venom song. Excellent job. Clay is one away from winning it. Four to Elio, three to Josh's one. All right. Josh, this is on you. All right, let's go. That is the Odyssey. The Oddities. Yes, it is. Excellent job, Josh. Josh gets two. All right, I know Elio knew that one. Elio was getting ready to steal that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is now four for Clay, three for Elio, two for Josh. Here we go. Elio, it's on you. Ted DiBiase Jr. Ted DiBiase Jr. Excellent job. Elio with four. To Clay's four, to Josh's two, Clay for the win. You ready? Yep. Uh, is that Cody Rhodes? No, it is not. Josh mm. for the steal. I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler. No, it is not. Good guess. Elio. Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett for the win. Elio Canella, he turned it around from this morning. He had zero points. He steals the win. Unfortunately, he won't be on. Oh, no, he will be on. He will be defending it tomorrow night on NXT TakeOver. Five-second shuffle champion is Elio Canella. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bid you adieu. I am your host, Rick the Third, along with the $50 man. Clay Cummings. And the Edgehead. Josh Sanders. And, of course, the five-second second shuffle champion and the gentleman. Elio Canella. 
We will see you tomorrow night at NXT TakeOver Aftermath.